This week on Not Sauce for Work, Terry Tam is co-hosting. Eagle joins me back in studio. We discuss the quarterback carousel, gambling on games, and we ask Eagle to love us sexy. We also have rapid fire and another occurrence of final take. We'll go into all this and much more on this episode of Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. I miss my cue, even though I'm in the room with Eagle. For some reason, <laughs> it's harder just because I'm not used to it. It doesn't matter, right? You just started as if I was telling you to start. I mean, it was close. At me. Like I was, I was off. I was off by like a half a second. You didn't even but look why, up. You no, just like why? this is usually the right timing. I recognize the cue in the song, but I always <laughs> look at Eagle and I start like right after the cue. But for that reason, the, the actual cue is. A second after that moment, right? Because it's but like, bam, it happens. Look at Eagle. Okay, good to go. Why can't we hear the music? I can hear it. I couldn't hear it. Oh, that's uh, Eagle issues. That's a me. <laughs> that's a me. I forgot to hit this button here. Here, now you should be able to hear it. Can you but hear as it? Long as, pe- as long as people hear it. Yeah. Can no, you hear I don't it hear any, no, I don't hear any music. Either. You're lying. <laughs> now I do, yeah. Now I do. Yeah, there, there we go. Well, the as long as people can hear it, I don't care. Uh, Eagle, how was Albany? Uh, it's Albany. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, and that not much to say about that. <laughs> that concludes Eagle's coverage of Albany. <laughs> yeah, I think if, uh, if I had known you were going, I think we would have like equipped you with like a with like a camera just to go around the city and talk about how like, but like over exaggerate how mediocre the city is. I mean, it know? would have been the Cleveland tourism video, just a, a lighter version of that because there was yeah. less to do. I was even next you to the. Should have gone to compare all the Applebee's. Um, honestly. Considering the fact that I was traveling on an executive credit card, there was very little to spend money on. But that's what I—that's what I said in our <laughs> chat when uh, Alex, the intern, was he was saying something about Applebee's, and you're like, "There's no way I'm eating on Applebee's." I'm like, "Dude, it's Albany. You might not have a choice. It's, I think it's Ch- Chili's and, Al- and, and and Applebee's, and that's it." So one of and the uh, I'm in software, right? So one of the engineers, the R and D director guys, was like, "Oh, I know this really good Italian place and whatever." I'm like. All right, cool. We go in. We have a table. It looks like a rundown Olive Garden already. It's not Olive say, Garden. It was Olive Garden. Now it's the ghost of Olive Garden. It basically that. And they're like, you want any drinks? People are like, oh, I'll take a Diet Seven Up, Diet Coke, whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, I'll take a Negroni. And the waitress looks at me and like, a what? I'm like, oh, this is this is <laughs> she not you said, starting off. She thought well. she said a racial slur. Yeah. That, that's the thing about these places, and and you gotta love the people. How yeah, simple yeah. they are. Yeah. Simpletons, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, let's talk down to them. It's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, we just like, lost the work really, in Albany completely. Like, oh, you have to like tap them on the head, you know? Like people that aren't from a big city, they live. I res- I respect them though because they speak slower. They uh, they 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 care less about what other people think. Like they kind of just do their own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they're very. Uh, independent, I will say. These people in these rural, m- weird areas, like Montana. You know? we, uh, I actually was away for most of the last week also. I returned to do a show that we didn't do. Um, <laughs> we did. <laughs> well, no, well, yeah, sorry. I returned to do a yeah. show that was canceled at ours. And then yes. uh, also uh, a flag football podcast that w- w- was recorded without sound. Literally the only requirement for a podcast is to have sound. Wait, you came back 
to do on that shows, day yeah. just to record? To do the two shows, yeah. Two oh, and a half well, hours of silence. It was the two shows and to go see, and I had tickets to the premiere of Batman. Okay, I don't feel bad now. Yeah, I was I was going to come back <laughs> at one point in the day, but I probably would have okay. come back just for the movie. And, and so we went, we ended up going to, so the, the, our travel plans were Mont Tremblant and Hawkesbury. Um, we uh, were looking for a bakery in Hawkesbury. This doesn't exist. No. Um, one, a one bakery in Hawkesbury? You should have told me. I, I know a few people that live there. Well, maybe they can tell me where, the, where, where a bakery is. Because my friends that live there were like, yeah, no, that, what you're looking for is a, a Montreal thing. Like, we go to Quebec. We go to, like, the West Island if we need a... If yeah, they go anything. to, like, Vo- like Vaudreuil. Vaudreuil, yeah. Because, yeah. like, so there was, there was three... Uh, one was very evidently closed. The other one was someone's house, so I, I guess you have to do like a pre-order. <laughs> and then um, we go to Hawkesbury Center, where most of the letters are missing. And not only was the bakery closed, but there was just one store selling VHSs and belts. I felt like I was a B plot in Stranger <laughs> Things. That's it that's was... the weirdest combo of mm-hmm. item to sell. Well, I have a weirder weirdest one. Weirdest combo. I have a weirder one. It's uh, on Saint Michel and Louvain. In Montreal North, uh, yeah. Saint Michel. Um, yeah. It's a it's a um, it's a pizza place. And it's still there, called uh, Super Point of Pizza Rebecca Halal. Okay. Yeah. So not this place. That place makes awful pizza, but okay. the place next to it makes worse pizza. The name <laughs> has changed fifty times, so I don't know it. But the place next to it, despite the name changes, has always sold um, pizza, like cheap yeah. two for one pizza. And wigs, hair and food. That's the weirdest combo. What was it? Belts and what? Belts and VHS, like VHS, VHS DVDs, tapes. like like media, like like VHS tapes, media. or hair and pizza. VHS and belts, yeah. VHS VHS tapes and belts, or hair and pizza. Yeah, I so can't can... figure out which one is more weird. Um, so if you're alone watching a VHS by yourself, you can also hang yourself, I think is the, but not, yeah, we're not wishing it on people, of course, but yeah. That's the appropriate action, but yeah. you know, we don't want you to do it. We don't want you, you know, but if it's your, your also, choice. We, we also don't want you putting wigs in your pizza. We do suggest it though. Yeah. So. We do. We don't recommend it. We do suggest it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, it's like, a, it's like, a, um, what's like a, like a, the, least amount of suggestion like the lowest level of suggesting something um like a What's the word um mild acknowledgement we mildly acknowledge mildly saying, acknowledge that this place might be good no we, we mildly acknowledge that it uh, exists well, yeah okay and it's All a right. place i'll take that yeah that's yeah. a good one i'll take that oxbury center you can't miss it um do check out <laughs> the the belts at vhs's uh it's the only thing open uh, it's a very, very sad. I can't even call it a mall. It's, it's emptiness. It's just emptiness, both in a uh, physical look and emotions. That sounds like Albany. Yeah. Um, so I did go. <laughs> I did go see the Batman. Um, I really I heard it enjoyed good. it. I heard it. I heard straight. it was good. It is excellent. Um, so we have a uh, chat group with our, our friends that are really into it, and I specifically did not read any reviews. I did not watch a single trailer i i just wanted to go in and enjoy it i got the feeling from the the first like teaser trailer i'm like okay just based on the look i think it's going to be awesome it's going to be what i want um and it didn't disappoint and so i then went home uh, unable to sleep because i really had a good time watching it i started going through like all the stuff that the chat group had been sending through the months 
and then I came across reviews, and this is why I don't trust reviews. First of all, never, never. Both, nobody can tell you what you like, right? So that's <laughs> the first reason why reviews are stupid. Yeah. Just in general. Now, I also think that we've reached a point where they're not neither the the reviewer or the review or like the the person reviewing on Rotten Tomatoes. Neither side, the audience or the critics, can be trusted at all, because it's all. It, they're all completely weighted. And the thing I kept reading was, and this is largely the, 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 the user reviews, how the movie was political. And all I can... First of all, it takes place in a fictional city. So the politics of the city don't matter. <laughs> Secondly, so there was an issue with Catwoman being black, of which I said, A, it's not the first time. It, she's often been portrayed as black, both in comics, cartoons, uh, movies Holly Berry very very famously one was, of the best cat women absolutely that movie yeah. is terrible a raspberry award winning movie she actually went to accept it in person she was the first one to accept it in person uh, um, no the best the best cat woman so far I think is Michelle Pfeiffer man she no, was honestly, so sexy Zoe Kravitz uh, because A Zoe Kravitz and B, no Wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Come here's on, the key question oh, she was excellent was no. Holly Berry worse than Anne Hathaway well, Anne Hathaway, the thing no about Anne Hathaway, Hathaway. <laughs> no, no, I actually think Halle Berry was better than Anne Hathaway, but yeah. the thing about Anne Hathaway is that she played that role really well. She wasn't really like, uh, she wasn't the uh, the seductive, the seductress, she wasn't like the acrobatic one, you know, she was like kind of in the, the middle. And I think in she the comics, well. th- she is seductive and uh, acrobatic. Like, that's the no, but if you character. find, but if you see like all the different Catwomen, they all have a kind of like a different style, yeah. like most Batman also, like Michael Keaton was very different from like, uh, from Christian Bale, like two very different ways of doing Batman, but it's the same character basically. Same thing with James Bond. Like, yeah, Pierce Brosnan was is a lot different than Daniel Craig. And, yeah, and, and, and it's, that's what kind Connery of too. gives it its sort of its life, right? Like, is that is yeah. there are differences from one to the other? Um, the other the other thing that came up was the single line of dialogue that seemed to really drive reviewers nuts was that it's too political because at one point Catwoman says something about like. Oh, Gotham is run by corrupt rich white men. It was like, it. That's the most innocuous comment. First of the, all, it's like the most accurate comment. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you want art to reflect reality in the first, in yeah. first place? Secondly, again, it's who runs a fictional city. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. I, so anyway, all that to say, reviews can't be trusted. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's definitely worth a look. It's a. It's, an, to, it's a fun three hours. Back to uh, like different people playing different styles of characters. There's this whole thing that Idris Elba can't be uh, James Bond. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> you know why. <laughs> From the country that invented racism. But England. like, <laughs> why? It, there's no. It's not like it's not like we ever knew what uh, James Bond looked like before. It's not like it was illustrated. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, it does, it's like, not based on does, a real person. Why does the casting have to? Impart what the person looks like, right? Like it doesn't. I matter. can understand, like in Disney movies and stuff, kind of like maybe, maybe, maybe create a new one because, like, I've seen Cinderella. Cinderella's white with blonde hair. You change that, you kind of change the character. But like with Somewhat. James Bond, the idea of James Bond is that like you're. N- it's any. It could be anybody. Like 007 is a person. They've trained him, and he's the the, the yeah. assassin. So it doesn't really have to be a white person. They like Daniel Craig is blue eyed, blonde hair. Pierce Brosnan was dark, dark hair, dark eyes. And they you know offered I mean? so the like job. They offered the job to Burt Reynolds in the seventies, who turned it down, and he's not even British. Uh, yeah, he would have been like the uh, only American so far. Yeah. Oh no, well, Roger Moore is he American? The I first don't one. Know. 
Eagle? I, I would assume he's British there? if he's one. I think he was, they were all one. British, weren't they? I believe so. Well, he was uh, Sean Connery's Scottish, so. Well, they're, they're I mean, that's the all well, the same. If you ask, if you ask England, um, <laughs> if you ask England, Ukraine? Question mark. Ukraine. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> we won't get into that this week, uh, but we will get into the show. Uh, we got a lot of news, so let's get to it. Ah, Terry, it's the news. I I said that too close to the mic this time because as soon as the music started, my headphones started doing that weird studio thing. The one thing I don't miss about being in the studio is unreliable headphones. That's the only thing. Like, if we change that box, I would probably move in. Let's let's look into like like redesigning that it's whole place. It's not even expensive. Eagle sent me a hundred <laughs> of them, and I just haven't had the time to look at them. It's Eagle. Like I, I'm gonna do something unprecedented. I'm gonna take the blame for something. It's my wow. fault. Yeah. Wow, Eagle. I, I've sent him so Spins many on. links, including ones on Kijiji, where guys like it's a brand new board. I just want to get rid of him. Like, hey, please I'll, just go pick it up. I'll just give just it to you with a hand job. Just show up. Just show up. <laughs> the hand job won't even be rusty. It'll be good. <laughs> I'll even spit on my hand. Yeah. You see, good I mean, good folks on the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only good people on the internet, right? Yeah. Only good people. Only good people. <laughs> I mean, what bad person would want to be on the internet? Especially offering sexual favors. Um, <laughs> the 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 NFL gave us a, a storyline early in the week. Um, I haven't had a chance yet to listen to you and Duke. Uh, maybe you guys talked about Calvin Ridley. We'll we'll touch on it as well. But I thought that was going to be the big news, and instead. All of the the quarterback movement has, has taken the, the headlines. Um, Aaron Rodgers um, gets his way and signs with the Packers. Yeah. Or does he? I mean, like, it's the strangest story. It's, it's not. Weird, yeah. It's somebody who likes attention and who wanted more money. Well, he got also, both things. Well, rather, also. the way it was reported, I think, is the part that's weird, right? Because Ian Rappaport comes out and says it's a four-year, $200 million a year, cap-friendly I don't know how they managed to make that work, but whatever. Okay, fine. No it probably problem. means he can, they can get out of it in the last year. Cap-friendly $200 million. Then Pat McAfee comes in and says, no, that number's wrong, and he hasn't signed the contract yet. And then Rappaport doubles down, and then McAfee doubles down. And I think at this point we all trust McAfee because literally he well, just— Well, friends. McAfee. And, it's, um, and also Aaron Rodgers came out saying that those numbers are a lie. Yeah, but he's like, but I am going to re-sign with the Packers. We just yeah. haven't finished the contract. I, lo- I love it. It's a lie, but also not following up with what the numbers are, though. Well, I mean, not it's going to come it. out of it. It's not. It's going to come out eventually. Why would he have to like say it? You know. So, but I, I also cares. like so. If it's, it, like, we know how this business works. If Ian Rapport didn't get the number from the pack from from uh, Aaron Rodgers, he got it from the Packers, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. Those, those <laughs> are the only people in the room. They're that in the room where it happened. It. Maybe, maybe the the Packers fucked themselves here, and they're like, he and Aaron Rodgers is like the only way I'm signing is if you give me two hundred million dollars for four years, and they're like, oh fuck, and then they tell Adam Schefter we're gonna sign him, but he really he only wants two hundred million dollars for four years, and then Schefter goes out and tweets, oh sorry, Rappaport goes out and tweets this, and then. Aaron Rodgers is like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, he right. takes his yes, money. Yeah, right, but that number is false. Right? It's yeah. But they never. Yeah, exactly. It's false. It's, it's five hundred one million. But it's you know you know what it is is that the the when it says two hundred million, it's because there's a whole bunch of language probably relating to incentives, guarantees. Like, yes, obviously we don't have all the details. I would be shocked if it's not around that, based on the fact that 
He's going to 45 a year, I think. Right now, the highest paid quarterback per year in the NFL is Matt Ryan. I'm positive this will be at least $1 more than no. Matt Ryan. No, it's, um, because Brady's Brady. gone? He's 48, no. it's 48 million this year. I thought it was Mahomes. No, it, this year is the highest year in a Matt Ryan contract, 48 million. Wow. Yeah, and Eagle, because Mahomes', Mahomes contract, big contract hasn't started paying yet. Yeah, well, it, starts, it, it starts this year. It starts this year, but it's, it's scaled. Like, not all the years yeah. are... It's not. He's not it's like it's like in hockey they they do it in reverse. Yeah. In hockey they front load. In the NFL they back load. You can you Which, can also. I, I have a feeling the um, this contract is a little front loaded though, and there's just they can get out of like twenty million in the last year or something. It all depends on where you are in your career, but like he, yeah. you would obviously take a front loaded contract if you were Aaron Rodgers is exactly right? exactly take all the and money also, now and, and, the then, and then they'll cut like, you whenever they want. Yeah. If the last year is like an option, like you know both yeah. sides will agree to how much. Will, will it cost us to get rid of you in the last year, you know? But now um, the debate is, what do they do with Jordan Love? Like, Jordan Love gets traded. I mean, like, you draft this guy, and now you're telling him, okay, well, we're not going to put you in for the next two years, and now it's we're not like, going to put so, you in for another four years. What I'm annoyed by is, for, I thought for once, because I'm, like, I'm the one in our group chats on the show, I'm always the one saying, guys, the answer to the question of why in sports is always money is the answer, right? And so for once, I thought, hey, maybe this isn't money. Maybe this is just somebody who wants to be treated with respect, wants to be involved in the decision-making process. He wasn't happy that they drafted his replacement. And then it ends up being about money, and now that draft pick is completely wasted. Do you th- wasted. I think it's completely. more like a spite-slash-vengeance thing, where it's like, oh, yeah. you think I'm getting old and I can't play? I'm going to win MVP two years in a row. Go fuck yourself. No, but, I, no, but yes, yeah. okay, that, 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 side of it, that side of it I get. But I'm saying all this posturing was just to get more money. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was because he wants to be in the room, to be a, to be involved with the decision making. To you know, he was upset that they didn't discuss sort of the the uh, the succession plan. And instead, again, none of these things are relevant. Give none. me two hundred million dollars, which, exactly. by the way, is exactly how I would negotiate a contract. So it's fine. <laughs> um, I just thought for once it might not have been that Russell Wilson uh, goes to the Broncos, and John Elway is finally able to evaluate a quality quarterback that was developed by somebody else. It's the second time he's done it. At the very least, you could say John Elway is very good at knowing, look, let's give up and let's just go get something we know works. He did it with Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson, uh, bringing Russell Wilson into what is probably now one of the most challenging offensive divisions. It is. It's nuts to, <clears throat> to see the AFC. And I made an awful graphic that we didn't release because it was so bad. But I yeah. put like all the pictures of the quarterbacks in the AFC. And it's crazy how stacked the AFC is now. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. So at the quarterback position, Tua, yeah, and, you know, yeah. I mean, first Tua, second Tua. Tannehill, then then <laughs> whoever's gonna throw for the Colts. Um, yeah, but that's another thing. Jimmy G might be coming to the AFC. I think. I think well, again, because uh, inter inter conference trades are not common. Uh, like when people are saying Russell Wilson's gonna go to the Giants, there's a, there was a zero point zero 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 percent chance. That was yeah, that, that's you very never rare. trade. I mean. You're, you're starting you never trade within the division for sure. That's 100%. But, I mean, a quarterbacks anyway. Like linebackers and receivers yeah. and stuff, that's all interchangeable. But even like, but okay, like, like, like Carson Wentz could be traded within the conference. But I'm saying like a, let's say a top 10 quarterback is not getting traded into a, in the same conference. It just, well, it Carson, Wentz was, Carson Wentz was traded to Washington. Yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. saying a top-tier quarterback may stay in the conference. Uh, sorry, a, a oh, mid-tier okay, quarterback okay. may stay, but not a top-tier quarterback. Yeah, it has to be exceptional. But, like, yeah, it's hard. But I, I'd say, like, Russell Wilson going to the Giants to me isn't that much of a. It's not the same thing as like Brady going to the Jets no, or Brady going to the, uh, the, the Dolphins. No, but even a Brady almost went to the Dolphins. Um, 
Twice. That would have been bananas. That twice. would have been crazy. That's fucking nuts if he did that. I, I'm saying twice because I have it on good authority that I, I found out <laughs> while reporting on the Flores article that uh, he was supposed to sign there instead of Tampa. And he was, oh. after this season, was meeting with the Dolphins uh, and was anticipated to sign with the Miami Dolphins before all of their plans went sideways. Oh, also, um, a friendly plug, Mike Florio from uh, PFT was on uh, Simon with, with Simon Salikas and Mo Khan today on TSN. It's on TSN uh, oh, website. Nice. Go check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it after this. I'll be seeing Mo in, uh, in 45 minutes or so. <clears throat> um, so yeah, Carson wants to Washington. To me, this is at least Washington slightly improves at quarterback, and yeah. Indy is they're gonna again. They, I, I to me it means that they're probably going to. Um, they're probably going to try and acquire uh, Wentz is spelled wrong, Eagle. Um, they're probably going to try and acquire uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, which means they're the same team. Yeah, same season. thing. The thing is, is that no, I, I like Wentz a little bit better than Jimmy G. I think Wentz is more. But it's he's a, a little much, better. If anything, a little right? better like only because he fits in more of today's NFL, like where he can air it out a bit more than Jimmy G can. Like he he he'll he'll go down deep. He'll go downfield a lot more. Uh, he doesn't like to check down. He'll gun. He's a little bit of a gunslinger, you know. Apparently, um, the Jimmy Colts are going after Derek Carr. Okay, <laughs> I mean that, that's an upgrade. That, that's <laughs> and upgrade. the Seahawks are going after Deshaun Watson. So the the other thing you mentioned, Deshaun Watson, the oh, I, DA is going to the Supreme Court to pursue criminal charges on Friday. She's presenting the, the criminal the criminal case on Friday. Something that. <laughs> it's not easy to find reporting on this. I had to look for it because I was like, yeah. "What's happening with Deshaun Watson?" It took me about thirty-five minutes to find the inf- to, to find like credible uh, uh, like reporting with some details in it. So wh- on Friday tomorrow, well, actually, when this comes out, it'll be the same day. Uh, the the district attorney will be meeting uh, to s- meeting the supreme not Supreme Court but the district court. Whoever decides whether uh, a a case gets. Uh, uh, sorry, as I'm missing on the script. Yeah, she's presenting charges on Friday, so okay. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to know it. I'm trying to know who it is that does decide that is the. I want to say the district court, but I'm not. <clears> well, it can't be the Supreme Court. It's not, that's what I'm saying. I kept saying Supreme Court, but it's yeah, not yeah I don't think it's Supreme Court. But yeah, anyway, that's pretty fucked. Like, and now the Seahawks are looking at him. That's it's a little crazy. It's a little crazy. Just a reminder: we are Canadian, so we sometimes do make mistakes with American. Uh, American Legal, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we have a different, we have different bureaucracy, so yeah, um, we may get some terminology wrong. Uh, with regards to the Russell Wilson trade, though, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, they wanted Rogers, and then settled on Wilson." Like, because it <laughs> happened two hours later. That's not an accident, right? Denver. I mean, sorry, the Seahawks, a hundred percent won that trade. Like, there's no. I, I don't think it matters. I think no, both they, teams get the Seahawks set Den- themselves Denver, up. Denver. Denver Wins and that they improve, so it doesn't matter. Like who cares? Oh yeah, because uh, if you have Drew Lock and those picks, it, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's for sure. They've improved. There's no doubt about that. It's so a good trade like, both sides. But I look at Seahawks and I'm like, what they did in this trade was excellent. Oh, you know, getting a solid tight end quarterback that can play. Maybe he's not your yeah. future, obviously. Nope. But he can play. No, he played in a tough division, and he yeah. was, you know, he was there. He's not very good. Like they, you, you, he, yeah, they, you're right. He physically showed up. He was physically what say, there. What did we say about the uh, the Hawksbury Center? That it, uh, it, it, we moderately acknowledge its existence. We moderately acknowledge its existence. We yeah. moderately acknowledge Drew, Lock. uh, Drew Locke's <laughs> existence. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, no, he was there physically. You know, he threw a couple touchdowns here and there. You know, he was tough. But he can play. 
He can play. He, he, he was there. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not willing to he was there. that he can play. He, he can put on a jersey. No, he can play. Uh, maybe. I was a Drew Locke guy it. in college. I was a Drew Locke guy in college. I liked him coming out. I was like, I think yeah. he's going to be a, a, um, a long-time NFL. How wild is it, though? Like, He might be a long-time NFL. Like, at the very least, he'll be like... Like a 10-year backup. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. And that's, yeah. you know, that's still the top 2% of the industry, so... You know, amazing. But how how insane is it, Terry? We see this all the time where guys are stars in college because you don't get drafted unless you're an absolute star, right? Like yeah. the best of the best. And at, within the top 2%, the difference between Drew Locke and Drew Brees is seemingly infinite. And that's oh at the God. top, right? Like, So like, how, yeah. how much is the difference between like Drew Brees and, like, I don't know, the local town hero who just was kind of good in high school? And you, <laughs> yeah, imagine, like, take the best player in our flag football league, okay? Yeah. Okay, like Kevin Wyatt. Okay, yeah. like, take him. Or me, you know. And, yeah, or you. Yeah. And compare Drew Brees to him. Compare, compare, like, if you brought Nathan Peterman into our flag football league. He would destroy brought, it. He, he, would, he would annihilate everybody. Yeah. He would pick everybody apart. Everybody apart. And that, and like that guy can't play. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, I mean, he, he, I don't he practices even think he really up. well, though. He I don't practices even think he, really well. I don't even think he can show up there. You said you said Drew Lock. At least he shows up. I yeah. Don't know. I don't know if he shows up. I don't know. Peter if he, Man, he may or may not be there. You know. Um, the so Calvin Ridley, of course, was the first main story um, of the week. Um, I found what I found most interesting was the reaction. I was not surprised a suspension was handed out. Um, I was more surprised by people claiming it hypocrisy. I want to hear your take, but I'll, I'll kind of, I'll kind of maybe it's my like cold heart that that that's sort of filtering this differently from other people. But what are your thoughts? Because again, I I don't know if you do talked about it on the other show. I haven't heard it yet. So, uh, not not too much. No. So you're, like we're talking about like, what do I think? Is it like more like? Well, cause, cause, is like, he, so was he overly uh, penalized? Well, I think he was, but I think there's reasons for that that are fairly obvious. My, um, money, like you said. Anytime money. you have it's to ask it's the question always why. Money, right? yeah. but, it's but money. So like, it's the NFL's not seeing the money that he gambled. But people are saying he um, that he was punished, but it's hypocritical because the NFL is in bed with gambling. No, it's not hypocritical that uh, that they suspended him for what he did. It's hypocritical that people that literally have done one billion gajillion times worse only get two game suspensions and this guy's getting a full year for making a bet on his team including like, like battery assault domestic violence yeah, we're ta- i'm talking about ray rice about, god god forbid you bet on a game while you're injured right but those, roger but those goodell are- saw the video imagine you're you're you you run a business yeah. you see the video of your employee beating the shit out of a woman in an elevator and you're like, oh, yeah, two games. Yeah, two games should be enough for him. So, I think so. But there's a, there's a couple things, though. A, they're not related, and that and all suspensions are collectively bargained. So I understand this, but, like, if you, but at the end of the day, it's written down that if you gamble, they're, they're two separate. They're not the same. They're separate, right? So if under, in their policies, everything has been collectively bargained yeah. for gambling reasons. If you get caught gambling, it's a one-year suspension. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence reasons, as per their policy, according to what they've been handing out of suspensions, is a two-game suspension. So, so the system's broken at some well, point. But there's, no, no, but I, so here's the thing. It's not because it's doing what it's meant to do. It's generating income. That's the only thing it's meant to do is make money. 
Because here's the thing. The sure, N- but it's the NFL, no. But the, the, NFL's, the NFL's doing something here where they're, they're signifying that there is the integrity of their results matter, not the integrity of the sport. Because we watched Brian Hoyer, Hoyer start an NFL game because uh, the NFL needed to make money through a pandemic. But they, they, they don't care if what we're watching is trash. We don't, they don't care that we're watching games in London where the field wasn't taken care of. They don't care we're watching backups of backups of backups. There was a, uh, was it a cornerback? the bottom th- dollar. Who Hinton was throwing for 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 the Denver Broncos? He's not yeah. even a quarterback, so you yeah. don't care about the integrity. You care about the integrity of the results, and why? It's because your partner. And this is going to sound cold and callous. This is not what I believe. I think honestly, I'd be okay with giving people lifetime bans for committing domestic abuse because just don't commit domestic abuse. <laughs> just um, don't do it. Like it's a decision you chose yeah. to beat somebody. You don't have to yeah. do it. The, the, now, the I look. The thing is. The thing is. The, 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 the part of this that's cold and callous is that women and, and children are not partners with the NFL. DraftKings and sportsbooks, they are. And so they don't... Sure. If, 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 if there's any doubt, and you see it, you, you're on Twitter as much as I am, Terry, you see as soon as a, there's a questionable anything in the game, oh, NFL's, NFL fix, NFL fix, NFL fix. And if people actually believe this to be true, it could cost them A, their gambling license, and B, it could cost them... All of the money they're making in, in gambling. So that is why, and, and, and then when Calvin Ridley says it was only 1500 bucks, the fact that it's such a small amount gave the NFL a chance to grandstand and be like, look how serious we are being about this, so your yeah. money is safe with us. That's yeah, he's an, idiot. he's an idiot for saying, for saying the amount, but like... I, I, I thought that was written by NFL PR. I thought that was... At, who's, at, who's his agent? <laughs> what are you doing? Day, Take away his phone. At the end of the day, I think that we're going to have to take a look at this because, like, fighters and boxers, like, they, they can bet on other fights. Like, they're allowed to do that because they have zero impact in, on the fight. You know what I mean? Like, the they, they can bet on the fight. Calvin Ridley has more information than you or I about his team and it, other teams. Exactly, yeah. That, no, no, I, I agree. I don't think that they should be allowed to gamble on the games that they're a part of. I don't think that should, they should be able but to he gamble. Also knows, while- he knows more about the Rams than you or I know, right? Like he, ha- sure, he has friends yeah. on the team. He has information uh, about sure. like if 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 I one guy's playing I, hurt but isn't on the injury list type of no, thing. No, no, I understand whatever. why you can have gambling, and I'm okay with not, with the zero tolerance. I'm okay with the zero tolerance. Like I'm not like I, because of, because you open it up too much, and it, you, as soon as you take you give him an inch, he's gonna take he's gonna take the entire rope. You know what I mean? And it doesn't. It it just comes to a point where. I, I tweeted this. Is he allowed to draft himself on NFL.com fantasy? Like, can he draft himself in his sure friends' league? Lo- so, like, I think they can play fantasy because the site itself doesn't collect money. Because yeah, I understand that. Yeah, exactly. I mean? like, so I figured like he, he would. Like, if he makes a bet with his friend in a living room, that's not something that's illegal because it's not something that could be traced, right? Yeah. Whereas here, there's money changing hands officially, and that gives them a bad look. It, it, it's, suspension, it's a suspension for... Um, I just don't see the reason to suspending one of your the biggest talents, the future of this NFL. Well, the NFL. It's not the future of the NFL. The, t- the talents don't matter to the NFL. It's just the money they can make gambling. It's a message. No, no, the no. Players we, are more replaceable gonna, in the NFL than any other league. We're talking. You're talking like very factual, but I'm talking like you're, we all know why. Mm-hmm. Okay, we all know why. But at the end of the day, we have to. We have people have to say something. People have to complain. People have to do this, or else it's never going to change, or else it's always going to be this it's way. Not, and these it's not players, change, though. but these players, maybe they can get a little bit more of their uh, their freedom in certain cases, or maybe they'll be treated a little more fairly, not like pieces of assets. It's going to be a hard, it's going to be a hard fucking sell. 
yeah. because the amount of amount of money it revenue it generates. But you have to, there has to be like someone to say, like no, like this is ridiculous. How Ray Rice was only suspended for two games and he beat the shit out of his girlfriend, and Calvin really made a small bet. And he's suspended for a full year and loses all his income for the entire year. Makes but no he's sense. Not, but he's not suspended for making a bet. He's making. He's being suspended for making the NFL look not trustworthy. That's the reason for the suspension. Of course, I understand. He's, ri- yeah. he's risking their income. Is, is the only, that's the true reason. Like they should put that as the reason why he's suspended. Like, like you know, when you're injured for like you know tearing your ACL, and it's like you know, Calvin Ridley ACL. It be it should be Calvin Ridley suspended, costing us money. That, that's, that's I don't true. even know why like DraftKings would even care that Calvin Ridley's making it's a not, bet on Bet Nine Nine. It was a third party that the NFL has uh, to investigate these things. They they study like algorithms and seeing who's investing, who's the who's depositing the money, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, but uh, new nickname for Calvin Ridley: Calvin Hustle, because it Calvin uh, Hustle. it throws uh, uh, draws the ire of uh, Expos legend Pete Pete Rose, who was banned for the game for doing. Something very similar. Um, so here's a question for you. Now yeah. that he's suspended for the entire season, should he be gambling on games? I would. I would gamble nonstop <laughs> to see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah. The the uh, on a more serious note, um, something happened uh, in Ukraine and Russia in the Ukraine Russian conflict that has touched on sports. Uh, Brittany Griner of the uh, New York Liberty. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Brittany Griner of the WNBA has uh, been withheld. She's she's in Russia. She's been detained by the Russian officials. Uh, it happened now, almost four weeks ago, but we only heard about it this week. Of course. And the reason for that is actually the most complicated thing I've ever had to look into, and I don't really understand w- what the best way to handle this is. So the the news first broke through social media by channels that are largely controlled by Russian intelligence. And the fear is that if if they actually pay more attention to this through social media, through change.org, what happens is that this creates, this makes her a greater political asset and actually further endangers her life. So showing support for her endangers in life. And it makes me feel like, what the hell are we doing, man? How do we, how do we get to this point you know, maybe to be clear, uh, she was detained because during her search arrival, whatever it was, they found a uh, vape allegedly cartridges, found. allegedly found vape cartridges that were contained uh, hashish oil, which is clearly not allowed on flights. So she's being withheld and God knows what's happening down there. Yeah. It's uh, a terrifying situation. <laughs> well, yeah. Every time I've watched like Midnight Express and like all these movies where like people get caught and like foreign jails it's fucking crazy like it gives me anxiety to think like i don't like where like she's she's black she's in russia she's, she's in a russian black. prison and she's, she's black. homosexual she's a woman, a woman. she's and homosexual she's, a woman. she's a woman. in russia and in she's, she's american she's one of the first openly gay WNBA nba players as well and she and in, in eagles to eagles point at this point being american might be even one of the most difficult uh flags to bear and here's the most the, the part to me that that drives me the craziest is this happened at the same time the, the New York Liberty uh, is getting fined from the league because they flew the team with a chartered flight to Napa Valley for like a team building excursion. Using chartered flights is illegal uh, in the WNBA. These teams are all owned by NBA owners who have money to burn, by the way. Um, mm. So I, I'm done with hearing the money excuses. The, the players also are paid more to play in China 
and in Russia, the reason Brittany Griner is there in the, f- in the first place is that she's inadequately inadequately played to play professional basketball in the United States. The United States, where it basketball is king, you yeah. know, like it is. Like the amount I watched, I'm not even in the states, and I just watched like eight hours of college basketball today. College basketball. It is by like, by economics, it is the the biggest growing sport in the U.S. It, it, worldwide as well, but definitely in the U.S. There's there's not a reason that the WNBA is a side job. I've heard stories that uh, Terry that some players play in it. They play in the WNBA just so their like friends and family can actually see them play, and they actually they only make the real money in like Turkey and China and 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 that's crazy to me. That's that's insane. It's nuts. Uh, even this, this even all like, could have been avoided. Yeah, even like uh, who was was this? Ch- not Chauncey. Um, Anton Jameson, he went to China and he fucking got the bag. Like, there's money well, out well, there. Well, Alan Iverson didn't get paid, but he was supposed to get the bag. When he, when he went <laughs> yeah, to exactly. <laughs> um, but, like, there's so many crazy stories about, like, the KHL and stuff. Like, I would love to get a KHL hockey player on yeah. to hear some stories. Like, well, we, we had we, we John and I interviewed Andrew Kayser, his friend, who's a, a physio for a team in the KHL. And he had a couple of stories offline, but he couldn't really tell us. But like, there's there's some stories we can probably get. Well, out even Shrimp Shrimp told us a couple of stories when he was playing. Yeah, he's got overseas. some he's got some crazy ones yeah. too that he can't. We also say. heard stories off air. Yeah, involving Shrimp that Shrimpy is. Uh, he's got some it. good ones. Um, but yeah, so yeah, awful situation all around. We'll we'll, we'll keep everyone posted with regards to how that's going. Uh, Eagle, that brings us to uh, final take. Uh, can we skip it and go directly to rapid fire for this week? Yeah, we can do that next week. All right, we're going to go rapid fire. Are we running? Oh, we are running late. My bad. Yes. Uh, we have six topics for today. The first one is going to be, I think you should leave. Former Celtics Glenn Big Baby Davis was caught in an unfortunate position while being honored at a game. And here's the clip. Nope, wrong clip. This is the <laughs> clip on, you gave me. No, that's, uh, that's Coach K. Sad. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we're going to do Coach K then. <laughs> we'll read that one then. This isn't part of the program. This is impromptu by me. I'm sorry about this afternoon. That No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Let me just say it's unacceptable. Shit. <laughs> Today was unacceptable, but the season has been very acceptable. And... Uh, And I'll tell you, the season isn't over, all right? So that's actually uh, in his last game in Cameron Indoor. Coach K had worked for the people that were in attendance. Uh, Apparently paying, was it $10,000 to watch you? Tens of thousands of dollars. He is so full of shit. Yeah. Starting with his jet black hair. Starting with his jet black hair, he's full of shit. I love again. You have people paying tens of thousands of dollars. Your first word, your first words are, "Be quiet." <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's all about him. Finally, so you know what? Enjoy it. Duke's probably gonna win the championship this year, so I mean that's fine. But losing to North Carolina and Coach K's final game uh, for that rivalry is probably the worst thing that could happen. Uh, it's a hell of a kick out the door. Uh, I just like I said, I loved. To me, it's you couldn't write it. In, in a comedy, it wouldn't be believable if it was in a sitcom. That people show up to watch your final game and your first words to them are, be quiet. <laughs> All right, next one. Jerry World, a 25-year-old woman has come forward to claim that Jerry Jones is her legitimate father. Mm-hmm. 
That's nuts. Uh, this is after having paid someone off or something. What's the whole story? So on her this? her uh, this is actually comes on the heels of we we found out that Jerry Jones basically has a a fixer who's on the payroll who uh, gets paid largely to make problems go away for him, the team, and players. And uh, it's been rumored for years, of course. Terry, you know this better than most, being a Cowboys fan. But uh, we actually know of this person's existence for real. Um, and then this comes out where essentially he paid uh, the the mom for like a non-disclosure agreement. Um, and now she's 25. She's, she's basically saying, listen, I, I just want to be acknowledged by my father, which seems to be like a normal request. Yeah, uh, cool. I don't know if this is related to money or not. It's impossible to know, of course, but... Uh, it just seems strange to me that the people that are most successful don't realize that you can just cover your dick and you won't have to pay out lots of money. They just think that they're unstoppable, man. That's all it is. And Jerry Jones is another one. He's still managing the team and he's fucking, he came in, he came in see five feet in front of him. That was a flip phone. Well, I mean, based on how they've managed their future, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if you can see in front of him or not. <laughs> All right, uh, next, let's get tropical. Semi-pro's Jackie Moon, portrayed by Will Farrell, made an appearance at a Warriors game and was surprisingly good at basketball, question mark? At this point, I guess anyone could hit midcourt threes. Uh, there's no sound, so I guess I'll just try Yeah, I know. Well, because there's the audio uh, audience as well. He's hitting uh, threes from the logo. Um, as we said, it's uh, Jackie Moon, Will Ferrell's uh, iconic character from the movie Semi Pro. I actually, anytime I've done play by play, I watch Semi Pro uh, while I'm doing my prep because it uh, helps keep me in my element. Because I do like that comedic take on uh, on broadcasting. Um, I think this is the same clip over and over, Eagle. Yeah, it is. So we'll move on. Um, I will say, I, was, <laughs> I wish it was the other clip because I was like doing something at the same time. Uh, and no, you wanted the one where he's jumping in front of Clay Thompson, right? Yeah, but that's it. I was like, yo, Jackie Moon, you got to close out, yeah. man. Like, I thought you were an ABA but basketball just, player. You got to close out. You know what I mean? It's just the, after all those years, after you got traded, after he traded away uh, his washing machine. Yeah, it's never the same. Never the same. Um, he's just he's just a drive turkey is what he is. Just yeah. a drive turkey. What, did you call him a drive turkey? Yeah, you couldn't have said drive turkey. <laughs> um, <laughs> Great movie. Miss it. All right. Next. Probably the biggest news that we don't have is a big story here. The art well, of the It broke like an hour before the show. Yeah. Uh, after what was a contentious negotia- negotiation, I think 79 days is how long it's been on, uh, the MLB and the MLBPA have reached a tentative agreement to go back to work and start the new season sometime around April 15th or so-ish. Yeah, I, I don't have the details because I was working on the script because uh, it broke literally, like I said, right as we were starting to get ready to do the show. It br- it broke, but it 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 unbroke. Not, it unbroke. What happened? Like it's not. It's it's. They're saying they're. A lot of people are saying that it might it might just be pushed again. Well, it's tentative. Um, what's interesting about this is it's shown, uh, the the. The bubble season, not the bubble season, but the shortened season that happened uh, during the pen- during the height of the pandemic uh, showed both the owners and players that they can sacrifice a little money if it means getting the deal they want. the the last uh, The last collective bargaining uh, agreement was really, really un- unflattering to the players. So they're trying to get more uh, specifics related to uh, player service manipulation. Which, if you're a baseball fan. 
Uh, if you're a Cubs fan, for example, and you waited forever to see Chris Bryant play when you knew he was good enough, or uh, Strasburg, Strasburg was the most obvious, uh, I think, uh, manipulated service time we've ever seen. Um, it's it's really really uh, an unfair advantage that the teams have, and like the yes, the top of the sport gets paid very well, but then like uh, what they're trying to do as well is is sort of raise the middle income because. Raising the bottom income costs the owners nothing in comparison, and then the top salary is already really high. So it's it's trying to uh, work something out for that middle class, and it's been a really contentious issue. So I'm curious to see the, how that all played out. We'll we'll get some some work on that uh, as soon as the details the, come out. The issue is that it's so top heavy. Where they spend their money is so top heavy. Like people like Mike Trout, who aren't even like Mike Trout can walk around the city of New York and people won't recognize him. Yeah, like you know what I mean. But that's because he's boring though. But it's, it's baseball, but he's the highest paid player in the world, Yeah, athlete in the world. So that just goes to show you how baseball uh, it pays, pays out. And then you have people in AAA and 5A that are Under not – minimum wage in some cases. Minimum wage, and they don't have places to live. Like now it's changed, and they put a lot more money in, thank God. But, um, yeah, they just don't really care about the bottom. Like it's just that's how it is. And Rob Manfred is – He's in a short period of time. He's become like the worst commissioner in sports, and the least popular by a lot. Yeah, and that's tough because nobody likes Goodell. So yeah, if you can be less asshole. popular than, than than Roger Goodell, that's that's straight. But at least he always comes up with a deal for the players. Yeah. And our last rapid fire for today: woman after our own fart. A North Carolinian woman has been asked by the local DMV to remove her vanity plate that she paid to acquire. The plate simply reads F. A R T. <laughs> but so when you're processing it at the DMV, why is it not an issue when they paid for it? She paid for it. Yeah. Why no. was she allowed to purchase it and then not put it on her car? Yeah. Uh, it's very it weird. Strange. What would you put as a vanity plate? Um, um, Hot Sauce Sports. Hot Sauce Sports.ca. I think we have a seven letter max in Quebec. Yep. Um, so peas. mine would be eight equal 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 capital D. Peas is taken, by the way, and it's by someone we know. Eagles um, what? Peas is taken. Oh, it Eagles is. Eagles taken. Who? I checked by uh, by uh, Peter Giannis, son of uh, fame. Oh wow, that's the guy who's funny. most angry at our interview with David Sampson. Yeah, he- well, head of the Montreal Expos uh, Complain Club. The I miss on Montreal Expos where they yeah, hate us. I don't want anything to bring the team back, but let's complain and be a bunch of old farts. Yeah, exactly. Hey, it fits for the license plate. Terry, you uh, should get Putsin. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Oh, yeah. That would I do. I'd do that. V. Putsin. Vladimir Putsin. Um, you know that's how they spell his name on TVA and stuff? Yeah. Like as Putsin? So it's so weird. So dumb. So dumb. Because, in, because if you put Putin the way he spells it, it's Putin. So I guess it's a swear word. I don't even know. But it's his name. <laughs> anyway, it's his name. It's <laughs> we digress. Um, Terry, thank you for uh, everything you've done. Today. Mo Khan, thanks for your patience. Eagle, thank you for your production. I want to thank everyone who's taken a moment to like, to subscribe, to Terry. Rate, you're making doing that thing again. It's adding to the beat though. Yeah. So it's it's a new it's a remix. I want to thank Terry for remixing our theme song. But most of all, I want to thank you all for letting me be myself. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. Oh, 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 oh,